We Speak English Good has expanded to WSEG-TV. That's right. You can find us on Twitch every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join us as we interview guests, we do live loops, and sometimes we have in-studio performances. Tune in at twitch.tv slash we speak English good. Also, go check out our sponsor, modedstudios.com. M-O-D-E-D-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. Moded Studios has all your favorite patches and apparel. Go check them out. Some of the hottest sellers are the Wu-Tang patches. Get a Wu-Tang patch that represents your country, your sports team, or just your favorite design. ModedStudios.com. Now on with the show. We don't do the same drugs no more. We don't do the, we don't do the same drugs. Do the same drugs no more. Cause she don't do the same drugs no more. We don't do the, we don't do the same drugs, do the same drugs no more. When did you change? When did you've aged? I thought you'd never grow up. I thought you'd never window close. When did got old? I was too late, I was too late. The shadow what I once was. Cause we don't. The same drugs no more. We don't do the, we don't do the same drugs. Do the same drugs no more. Cat, we don't laugh the same way no more. We don't do the, we don't do the same drugs. Do the same drugs no more. Where did you go? Why would you stay? You must have lost your marbles. You always were so forgetful In a hurry Don't wait up What's too late or what's too late The shadow what I once was Cause we don't, we don't Do the least say we're gonna You were always perfect And I was only practice Don't you miss the days Stranger don't you miss the days Don't you miss the danger Cause we don't Do the same drugs no more We don't do the We don't do the same drugs Do the same drugs no more Cause she don't Do the same drugs no more We don't do the We don't do the same drugs Do the same drugs no more Echo, thank you so much for that follow, buddy. First time hanging and drops a follow. Freaking legend. Cat, hope you're doing well. Don't forget the happy thoughts. All you need is happy thoughts. Past tense, past bedtime. Way back when, when everything we read was real and everything we said rhymed. Why'd I kiss being kids? Why did you stop? What did you do to your hair? Where did you go to end up right back here? When did you start to forget how to fly?
don't do the same drugs no more. We don't do the, we don't do the same drugs, do the same drugs no more. Cause she don't laugh the same way no more. We don't do the, we don't do the same drugs, do the same drugs no more. And that was a cover by today's guest. Cliff Stallings playing Chance the Rapper's song, Same Drugs. Welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good Podcast. Today's guest is Mr. Cliff Stallings Music. Cliff is a singer, songwriter, a youth pastor, uh, a, a very, very nice human being, and a music streamer on Twitch. I really dig Cliff. His personality is awesome, and he knows how to take a joke. Hence, Kami Cliff. Now every time I see him, I call him Tommy Cliff, and, and then he calls me Tommy Mike. And it's a fun little back and forth we have. Oh yes, we have fun. Um, yeah, go check out Cliff Stallings Music at twitch.tv slash Cliff Stallings Music. I hope you enjoyed that cover by Cliff. I really dig, uh, he just has a great vibe. He raps, and he does his thing, and uh, I, I'm, I'm just glad that I know this guy. Cliff is coming up here shortly, but first, go to reinamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and check out her latest single called Stew, which is a reggae jam that I particularly like. Uh, she has some new music actually coming out in a month or so, which is what we say every few months and then no music comes out but it's only because we're so busy with all the things that are going on so uh go check her out at rainamystique.com you can also watch her stream right now she is actually in the middle of streaming 25 days in a row which is crazy uh but but she decided to do it since she is is, she's making a transition into being a full-time twitcher from from uh from a, a, a voice teacher to a full-time twitcher so she is doing a 25-day partner push and uh it's pretty exciting we've been having great uh great streams and uh you can so for this whole month for the rest of march you can find reina streaming seven days a week at twitch.tv slash tuesdays through thursdays at 7 a.m and then uh, everything's different. So just go check her out and give her a follow. Give her a subscription. It's awesome. You can also follow or subscribe to us on Twitch. We Speak English Good is on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good. Come and be a part of the conversation. Come and, and, and call me on my bullshit. Come and just hang out in, in, in the silence if you want. It's all good. We're having a great time over there. You, you Let me just tell you. The content that you hear, if you like the audio content, uh, you're missing out on a whole another world of content that I have been putting together, uh, we have been putting together for you guys. So I want you to go check out twitch.tv slash we speak English good and, and just, just check it out. Mostly I would say just make a Twitch, uh, uh, subs- uh, not subscription, make a Twitch uh, uh, an account 
and go hang out in some music streams or some gamer streams and just check it out. It's just so fun. Even if you don't want to come see my fat ass, I mean, I get it. Uh, you can also write, subscribe, review, write us, write the show at wespeakenglishgood at gmail.com. You can actually, it was like, subscribe, and review. So like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, the, the TikTok, and then the Discord. You can like us on all that crap. Uh, you can also leave a, uh, or excuse me, you can subscribe to us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube. You can uh, uh, subscribe and, and find all the interviews, which uh, you can go into the show notes right now and click on the find the video version of this interview. Click on that. It'll take you to the YouTube link. And there you go. You're watching this interview now. Uh, I just found out this cool thing about Twitch. You can export. Uh, you can export. You can export videos directly from Twitch to YouTube without any anything you can just do it It, it's just a clean uh platform to platform transition which i'm still waiting for it to upload so we'll see if it actually works out who knows who knows you can also subscribe to us or no wait we already did that you can yeah no we're, we're we're still there you can subscribe to us on twitch that'll cost you a few dollars but uh like i said the content over there is fire and uh, it, all the money that you put into the show is going directly back into the show. So please uh, come through uh, if you want, of course. I don't expect anybody to give me money uh, at the Twitch thing. So if you want to just come hang out, that's totally cool too. I'm not over here trying to take your, your money or anything. But if you want, it definitely helps. You can also leave a review. Now, if you're looking for a free thing to do to support the show, leaving a review for us definitely helps. It makes us more searchable. And so I encourage you, please go do that on your Apple iTunes or anywhere you can leave a review. It definitely helps. Okay, guys, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Uh, I, well, who do we have coming up here this week? So uh, uh, on Friday in the live stream, we have Nick Natoli, who is someone that was on Bravo's Platinum. Um, platinum singers is that platinum voice something uh he also writes for snoop dogg produces for french montana it does a lot of cool stuff so that is on the live stream this friday at 3 p.m eastern standard time and we have for the podcast release on friday we have julian belhumer who is a french canadian uh, singer songwriter out of uh uh, I think it's, is, is it Montreal? No, I don't think it's Montreal. Anyways, I've been talking to a lot of Canadians lately, so they're b- very nice people. Very, very nice people. So, got some awesome shows coming up, so stay tuned. Make sure you're subscribing to uh, all the things to stay up to date. And, uh, I, okay, that's enough out of me. Uh, by the way, if you're noticing, a di- I know I just said that's enough out of me and then went right into something else, but... If you're noticing a little difference in tone, it's because I am using my condenser mic. I usually use my uh, my vocal mic for for the intros and stuff. Because, but I have to do some recording for our new sponsor, who is called Hectic.com, and you'll learn all about that on our next episode. Uh, I'm very happy to welcome them aboard, and Hectic is an amazing uh, uh, platform that helps uh, if you're a um, 
if you're a what do you call it oh my god you know what we'll save it for the next episode okay guys i'll see you guys on the side put your hands together for cliff stalling music I don't know if you know what's going on, and I—I I, I mean, I'm just bursting at the seams here. Do you? Do you? Are you following? Do you even care about it? We don't even have to talk about it if you don't want to. But I'm just—I re- just am bursting here. Have you been following this GameStop, this AMC, this this Nokia, this Dogecoin, this whole thing? Have you been following mm-hmm. it at all? Look, seeing as though I have. A good amount in Bitcoin right now. Ah, yes. As well as I, I, I decided this past month to, to get into penny stocks a little bit. Hey. I, I sold them most of them this week, and then I saw one. I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dump like fifty bucks into it. Yeah. And that was the the night before, or like I guess before the market closed. That was like around four p.m. the day before everything went down, because I turned on my my Robinhood app the next mm. morning, and it was it was literally blank. It was like you yeah. can't access anything, and I was like, <laughs> I just put fifty bucks into this penny stock, and you're telling me the market's like crashed? So. Yeah, they they crashed it. They crashed it on purpose, isn't that? That's yeah. What do you think I, about I, that? What do you think about how how they sort of handled this whole situation? Yeah. So I haven't dug like deep in the details. Mm-hmm. I got actually one of my boys, Jarps, here in the the chat. He's oh, nice. he's filled me in a bit on the on the why of of what happened and talking about the whole GameStop situation where yeah, some some guy was, uh, you know, basically it was, it was like the opposite of insider training kind of. <laughs> yeah. Like. Mm-hmm basically crashed it so that he could buy it low but then apparently everyone was like no like we're gonna rise it back up all the all the nerds are gonna, <laughs> gonna <laughs> rise back up right which i kind of i kind of find it hilarious that it's gamestop everyone's defending <laughs> when gamestop's like the worst when it comes to like <laughs> actually are. buying video games they are stuff, terrible so. they're so terrible i mean you know it's a bad company that's probably badly ran and um, you know, mm-hmm. it, and, and it's going down. It's this, this, uh, the, the block and mortar, uh, the, those kind of, uh, markets, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, just name a bunch of brick and mortar. I'm sure that everybody in their city has like empty stores that used to be a place where they went, you know, an empty Kmart yep. or JC Penny or something mm-hmm. where blockbuster. a blockbuster, exactly. These brick and mortar stores are sort of going under and GameStop. <laughs> GameStop was worth more than Tesla. <laughs> Which is nuts. That's just awesome. Freaking GameStop, man. It it's really it's really interesting though how these these brokerages, these shortage firms will, you know, they they sort of borrow against these these fledgling companies and then mm. you know, and then that's sort of how they make their money. I'm still I'm not even sure how it works and I'm not going to mm. pretend like I do, but but I think it's great that they're betting against these, you know, fledgling companies that, by the way, have like fifteen thousand employees in them. So yeah. I mean, I guess we can think about the the actual repercussions of GameStop being, you know, drained and and, and destroyed. It's uh, that's fifteen thousand people unemployed. So that's another thing about it. But uh, I just think it's so funny that these that a band of Reddit users are just. I don't know. Did you get on the thread at all before they shut it down? No. I, oh I my god, not. it's amazing. It's all just like to the moon, boys, to the moon. 
the Braveheart speech Yo, just comes out. Hold, yeah. Hold the line. Oh, my yes. God. The whole thing has been really, really awesome. But I think the bigger implication here is how they responded to it and how they're sort of using... Um, you know, big tech. I hate the fucking big thing. That it just annoys me. Like big pharma, big. But it, I don't know how yeah. else to explain it. I know it's more nuanced than that. But it's just what we're yeah. going with. But it's really interesting how once again Wall Street and the government has sort of colluded with, you know, Silicon Valley to sort of shut down this movement, which it really is a protest that's interestingly enough bringing. Uh, bringing people together. It's bringing Republicans mm. and, and Democrats together in a way where we can collectively hate one thing. And, you know, <laughs> as an American, as as Americans, we need to be able to collectively hate one thing in order to talk to our neighbor. So it's really nice that this is the, that Wall Street has turned into that one thing of hate. I mean, it used to be voice unmuted. What's up? Welcome, welcome. Uh, it, it's really interesting that... Uh, <laughs> That you know that that that's where we're at. We're we're silencing again. Uh, and also, I mean, it shows you the power of of Reddit and just the internet in general. Exactly, both good and bad. Right? This right. could be this could be the opposite. This could be a really a really bad thing. Um, it's cool that it's it's obviously like positive, but it shows you the power that um, right. that and, the people can wield. Right. Exactly. They're taking power back. They're taking power back. And, and the fact that they're sort of um, they're they're making it clear that we are not invited to the table. You know, they're making it clear mm -hmm. that that uh, these companies who they actually work for these corporate, their corporate over. Oh, my. Thank you. Behind the suit for that host. I appreciate that. I, I just it, it's a very interesting situation and it, it, where. <laughs> where you know like you you have all these people rallying they're they're like so happy about the demise of of these these shortage firms i know that this is this is uh, i know that most people here probably don't care about this but this is like <laughs> I think this is really important because it ties back to this narrative of, of freedom of speech and freedom of expression. And have you ever heard of like uh, protest with your dollar, you know, or vote with your dollar? You never heard no. that saying? Well, it's a no. thing. It's a saying. Look it up. You can Google it. Ugh. Uh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it, it, it is. It is a protest. It, it, is, it is something that's politically moving. And um, with all this deplatforming that's been going on i think it does I, I think it all matters um especially it matters to musicians who want to like go out and and uh, freedom of speech in a way uh, if you start clamping down on censorship it can lead to you know people not being able to express themselves freely and and that matters to artists that matters to you that matters to me because if you can't let's say because that that song that we opened up with um i will be you know, you're talking about Jesus. And imagine if we lived in a world where God was so restricted that you saying that, you singing and writing a song about that is it was illegal and you could be just taken away in chains. I know yeah. that that's an extreme, but that is a reality that does happen in a modern world. So um, it's something that can happen. And I think that when people are ignoring these huge issues where we're sort of beholden to these tech companies and we're sort of beholden to their rules, but they're also enforcing, um, you know, government and Wall Street. They're, they're basically turned into government and Wall Street's watchdogs and the implications, it, it affects everybody. And that's why 
that's why I'm bringing it up with you, and that's why I'm bringing it up right here because, well, it's my show, and I'm going to just bring it up. Uh, but it's yeah. still, it's something that can get worse. If they can silence you, and I know it was Donald Trump, and I don't, I don't care what your feelings are about him or not. I wasn't a fan. I voted against him. But, it would, but you know, I don't like him. I didn't like him. But the implications of deplatforming to a point that Amazon is taking Parler off of their servers, that is dangerous. That is that they can apply it to anybody, and they're doing it right now with this whole GME and AMC stock stuff. They're, they're silencing people again. They're silencing people to make us complacent. And, yeah, so there you go. <laughs> that that I don't know how do you feel about that is do you agree with that what I just said what I just rambled at you <laughs> no I feel you man um I'm all about balance mm-hmm. and uh, uh like speaking of songwriting uh, I have this song that I've written called Sephrosyne which is actually an old Greek term and um I was thinking about just moderation and like again kind of how the good is in the balance and uh the greek and the old hebrews and all that kind of stuff they they don't just have this one word for one thing like uh, in english we we do um it's very uh i don't know what the word is but um english language is very just kind of one definition minded mm. um but uh yeah so i i i just got on this rabbit trail of of kind of moderation in greek and and kind of came to this this word called sephrosyne, which is this whole concept of to have a healthy state of mind is to practice things like moderation and self-control and self-discipline, mm-hmm. things like that. And so, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of good in the, in the, the free market and in big companies and capitalism and all that kind of stuff. And then there's a whole lot of cons too. So mm-hmm. it's more about finding that middle, middle place of, you know, if, if the people hold all the power, we're going to self-destruct. But if, if you know companies and if Wall Street holds all the power, then uh, there is no voice. And so, where's where's the middle ground we can meet? And today, there is no middle ground. There is only black and white. There right. is only Republican Democrat. There is only you know you versus me. There is no no middle ground. And um, and so, I think uh, I think the 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 power and the solution lies in the balance somewhere of the middle, right? Yeah, yeah. I would hope so. Yeah, somewhere somewhere in the gray area where. Uh... Well, yeah, I, I think that you're absolutely right. That idea of balance, because when you're silencing, they're silencing people, you know. So like they are taking that that balance out, right? It's like it's like why we have uh, people who don't agree that run this country. Because if everybody agreed together, then power just eats power, and it just keeps going, and and it's it's not a pretty sight. But we have this balance. We have we, we can speak to power with our freedom of tr- freedom of speech and and the freedom of free market. Even you know, and I know that's not very popular that that idea of, of capitalism and free market and stuff among a certain few people, and and that's okay. Uh, but to them, I say stop tweeting about it on your phone that was built by a child slave, a brown child slave in another country. So. Anyways, uh, and yeah. what sucks is that when you talk like this, when we have this conversation about finding balance, we're automatically, to some, considered the enemy. You know what I mean? Because we're, we're even considering this idea and considering other people's ideas and stuff. Uh, I mean, do you agree with that? I mean, do you yeah, think that we're yeah. offending people right now by talking like this? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 
again, especially today's world, is that it's both, again, it, it's you versus me. It's I don't care what you have to say, whatever you say that doesn't align with my viewpoint or beliefs or political party or religion or whatever it may be. Uh, it, it, there is no coexisting. You know, it's it's all you versus me. And so no matter what you say, uh, there's an argument uh, already being prepared oh, against yeah. you. And so, uh, in a, in a, in an, I think it's the age of offense, right? <laughs> it's the age of yeah. everyone's pissed off at everyone. And, yeah. um, I mean, it, it, it truly is, you know, I don't want to get all cliche and whatnot, but like, I mean, if, if people come back to the middle and, and if we're, if you were focused more about love and more about being there for your neighbor, um, I would rather give up my things so that my neighbor can, you know, succeed or, or be on my level or whatever it may be then for me to, you know, climb higher and to leave my, my neighbor behind. And so I don't think that that's a, sadly, a very common viewpoint in today's world. It's much more, again, you we don't see eye to eye. So again, I'm either leaving you behind or I'm, I'm literally like kicking you off the ledge kind of thing. And well, so. it, well, Cliff it's because you're a God darn Comedy. That's why the things you're saying is comic talk. That's comic talk. Red Russian. That 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 comic comic stuff, bro. I'm I'm almost I'm almost in the red. I'm almost there. I'm a dollar oh three negative. I'm almost there, baby. Come on, baby. You gotta ride it out. I'm riding it out. I'm holding. Hold the line. Ride the wave, folks. Look, I heard that they're gonna try to like put some more. They're gonna try to stop the trading of 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 the of, of AMC and GameStop and stuff until February, which is you know a couple of days. But they're trying to like hold out, like Dude, you can't trade it. It's, uh, it's so sickening. Yeah, yeah eighty eight cents. Oh shit. Oh, I'm a can confirm he is a commie. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh darn, Cliff is a cami. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw actually again. I don't want to. We, we don't want to go down the the rabbit hole of politics. But I saw uh, on College Humor. You know that that YouTube group. Um, they uh, from it was ten years ago. Had a video of if the other party wins, mm. and it was uh, it was actually for the Obama McCain race and they had just like i don't know three minutes of of each side of the same actors that would would play in this video but of what the democrats thought if the republicans win and what the republicans thought if the democrats win and it was not only so applicable to today but it was it was so funny that's what it just made me think of again he's a dang commie (laughs) he's a dang commie (laughs) what what is that kt for partner oh oh snap who's k yeah we our friend voice unmuted she's she's shooting oh, for partner. oh awesome voice unmuted so we, we like to she hates it she she wants to be partner but she hates the the recognition of of friends trying to help her out so me oh. and some people like to do the the katie for partner and whenever we see her in chat <laughs> well i'm i'm for it everybody go give katie yes. a follow go give voice unmuted a follow go give you know what why we're i'm gonna put she, my money she would my be incredible is for this podcast as well i'm totally down if she's down i'm down i (laughs) i I have been loving talking to music streamers and connecting with other music streamers and 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 just musicians from all around the world man it's just been so cool backs away slowly (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, lurks into the darkness. You know, I get it. I get that feeling, that feeling of, of uh, not wanting that kind of attention and or, or, or just being like, you know, it's like I do want this, but it's like I... I I don't know what that is. I, what, what, do, what do you think that is, that, that notion of like sort of always needing to refuse help? I'm not saying that's what Katie mm. does, but that kind of personality where it's like, no, I can handle it. I'll do it all myself. And, and I, again, I don't know you, Katie, and I hope that I'm not, <laughs> I'm not assuming anything, but like those, those personalities that, that are just like, um, uh, like so independent that sometimes it, it Asking for help almost is painful for them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know Katie and I, Katie and I have talked about that before. I, I am. We are. We're. We're both similar. But I am. I am definitely that independent person. I'm definitely the. Uh, it stems from. Uh, you know, it's it's how you're raised and and what your patterns you saw and you grew up with and all that kind of stuff. And so I'm very much a. I don't want people to view me as a pity party, even though that's people don't um, 90% of the time. So I would rather put it on my shoulders and, and burden me with it than, than do exactly what we're doing, which is messing with Katie about, <laughs> about becoming partner. And so Katie for party 2021. <laughs> Our society is very big into asking for help is bad. Boasting is bad. Modesty is better. Yeah, I can feel that. Yeah, there is this thing in society that's sort of uh... a... <laughs> <laughs> there is that thing in society where there's like this stigma about like asking for help or or even like mental health and stuff you know like there's this, still this huge stigma about it you know so there's this there's this thing where we're we're, we're just sort of no you just shoulder your burden and go you know which there's truth to that but there's also burden can be so overwhelming that you need help <laughs> so mm -hmm. it, it's a, it's one of those things i don't know uh uh what are what, what's like uh what's the last thing that you sort of my wife calls it toxic toxic independent what do you call it toxic independence is that what you call it Raina? because my wife is that Raina is definitely that person who's like will not ask for help and rather just sit in the corner and cry and rock it back and forth than ask for help uh, which is not a real thing, yeah. by the way, everybody. Uh, but uh, uh, what's the last thing that you, if you can remember a thing, what's the last thing that you were just sort of like, ah, I can't, no, no, I could do it, but you really probably should have had some help. Oh, where to begin? <laughs> you know, how many times today have I done that is the, <laughs> the question. Yeah, I don't know. I'm uh, Twitch has been a, a really neat outlet for that of breaking those unhealthy habits of independence where mm. as you know with twitch there aside from uh there's a million tutorial videos on youtube uh the fact is none of them are helpful and like they they all uh twitch is so dang um specific and it depends on what computer you're using and what cable and like literally down to the smallest thing of what makes uh, something work. Um, I, I had, I remember when I first started streaming, I had the, that whole emote wall that you see a lot of people have where, you know, somebody puts an emote in chat, it, it blows it all over the screen. Mm. And then my stream started crashing and I couldn't figure out what it was. And it, it took it. I almost destroyed my computer and quit <laughs> Twitch altogether. But it turns out like going way into like the coding, finding out that basically the Twitch, the emote wall was, was trying to reconnect like every two seconds yeah. because it was, it was never connecting in the first place. And so, uh, I have had to 
beg for help from everyone to figure out how the heck to do this this live stream and stuff yeah so. you know what T- twitch will break your habit of not asking for help uh, I-, I ask for help all the time i don't care i'm i'm shameless in that in that fashion but i also know my own limitations and that's the that's the, the that's that's where i think it's helpful because it's like I know where I stand and I know if that's too much for me, I will just, I know where this is going. (laughs) You know, I know what's going to happen if I do all of that. So I definitely like, we'll either just cancel stuff. If if there's too much going on, like if the schedule is too out of hand, I'll just cancel stuff or... Or, or just things get done half-assly. <laughs> yeah. And e- neither of those are good. So it's like yeah. you got to be able to sort of moderate your your intake and output and all that stuff. So so with uh, – did you have any kind of uh, – um, did you have any kind of like uh, computer knowledge before you got on Twitch? Uh, yeah. I actually went to, to college for – well i started as an as an art major wanting to do video game design oh, and so sweet. did a lot of stuff with that kind of stuff but that did not work out so i actually switched and was doing business computers uh which is basically uh it's it's it was the less math like less coding side of, of computers and whatnot and so i got to learn learn a lot about it then and um but man streaming is literally a whole different beast mm. um like i'm i'm thinking a Again, having this adapter broke, I told you about. Um, I'm thinking about finally biting the bullets and getting an actual PC because I stream and I've made it work. But I stream off my MacBook laptop, <laughs> and yeah, big time. So I have, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I have somehow made it made it work this long. Um, but like I know specs on computers real well. But speaking of asking for help, I've had to ask like several people. Like I don't like I get these specs, but I have no idea how that they will translate to um, actually streaming. Because mm-hmm. I like I know it'll run this game, or like I know, you know, it has this much processing power, stuff like that. But I have no idea when it comes to uh, streaming a game or streaming. Mm-hmm. My, will my camera work with it and stuff like that? And right. so I have knowledge, but it has been. I don't know. I honestly don't know how I haven't quit yet. Katie <laughs> joked in the chat. She was like, "He has too many." He has too many uh, tech issues not to ask for help. Like, <laughs> like that is absolutely the definition. I think everyone has, but um, I honestly don't know how I haven't quit with all the tech difficulties I've run into. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that as a thing. Like, I have friends that I was trying to talk into. Uh, it was like, oh, dude, musicians who are out of work and everything. It's like, oh, dude, you should definitely uh, try Twitch. And then they, they're like, okay, I'll try it. And then they start looking into it and then they start seeing and then they find out that their MacBook isn't it is insufficient and it's just like, ah, nah, I'm good. I'm just I'll, I'll sit here and collect checks off the government until the gigs come back, which it's like, I don't know when the gigs are coming back, but hey, whatever. Hold right. up. Hold well, up. The, the, the cool thing is anyone can hop on. Like if you're hanging out in, in the chat right now, anyone, literally anyone can get on on twitch it and make it happen to to live stream it's Mm. just if you want if you know where you want to go with it it's it gets frustrating in two seconds of how to how to get to the next step 
Oh yeah, we 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 as soon as we realized that the MacBook Pro was was garbage, we were just like, well, it's just let's just go and get into a bunch of debt (laughs) because screw it. Because at the beginning of the pandemic, and when you know, I don't know uh, if you were a gigging musician outside of Twitch, but uh, I saw you know we saw our gigs evaporate you know overnight, and you know my wife was working at a theater, she was doing a, a production, and. All this stuff just got shut down, and so we were just facing nothingness for the next... And for a musician, um, especially the working musicians who are always on the hustle, you know, mm. the... the not the not knowing isn't the worst part. It's the, like, not seeing it, you know? Like, I don't know if I'm going to have a gig next month, but, you know, just I, I'm a good musician, and I do, you know, I show up on time, and I do my job well, so... I'm almost certain I'm going to have a job next month, but it's not for sure. Um, it never for sure. But this was different. This was like you're looking down a, a, a well that went into the darkness and you never saw the bottom. And, and that's weird. That's a weird place to be. And so we saw the opportunity in Twitch and we were just, you know, once we got past the the MacBook thing, it was like... Okay, we're just gonna go into debt and deal with this, <laughs> which you know, which which beautifully Twitch has paid for all of this, but on its yeah. own. So, I I am so grateful for Reina's community. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's, <laughs> my community did it, but it, nothing against this community. I love this community. I love you guys, uh, but I you know I'm not sitting here. You know what? We're gonna move on before I start saying stupid things. But so. <laughs> So, so you think you're going to get a PC? I do, I do. I'm, I'm like I said, talking with a few people because uh, I've also uh, I've learned, especially through using Apple products, but uh, that you, uh, when it comes to tech and when it comes to Twitch, go mm-hmm. big or go home. Yeah. Uh, because I like have spent way too much money just going small being like i just need this one little thing and then that turns into well i need the upgrade or i need the next thing or this or that and so like for instance as simple as as a dumb tail adapters for for a macbook i i started out as okay i just need this one adapter okay well i'll get this other one too and then i'll get this other one too mm. okay well i only have two ports and so now let me buy the the super expensive hub which i already have all the adapters but i need it all in one place now and so like those kind of things or you know with music like pedals like um, like I have a loop pedal and I started with the the smallest loop pedal. And then literally the next day I returned it for half the price to our favorite friends at guitar center. Ugh. Uh, because it's, uh, I was like, this is, I didn't want to spend the money, but I should have. And I bought the next one up and then I was like, I really should have just bought the big one yeah. and I still don't have the big one, but those kind of things. And so I'm trying to make sure I'm going to spend a lot more money than I wanted to, but I'm going to do it on purpose so that again, it's one of those, like, I kind of want to, I want to make sure it's, it's the thing. And it's not like, again, two months from now, I need this upgrade or I need this or that. And so, um, I'm trying to start big and, um, like something I thought I was going to go with a friend was like, you could build it for something better or you could, you know, I would go down this route. And so, um, even though it seemed like a really sweet thing and they were like, that's probably all you need, right. but I'm going to go one step farther because I, right now, thankfully I have the money. Like you said, the Twitch community is stupid, uh, like generous and, uh, just giving and supportive and, um, like I, yeah. And so, um, we'll be 
planning on going going bigger than than smaller and so just got to figure out exactly what we want um but hoping honestly maybe by tonight or tomorrow to kind of lock something in so that we can get back to it next week because it's been a week officially of of not streaming and it sucks what's shaking tuning in from random mystique's channel oh probably my is it my leg it's probably is everything like is the whole like screen shaking like this dude it's because my <laughs> oh that's what i say it might be my leg i don't know if it's, if it's the camera it's me because i my legs yeah me jumping. too my, my my hands are just gross and clammy it's just uh, it's just maybe that's just me, maybe though. bright side is saying what's shaking like what's going on oh what's shake yeah you know what bright side not sh- <laughs> <laughs> What's cracking? What's popping? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm just gonna age myself out here. <laughs> what? What's shaking? I don't know. What's shaking? <laughs> it looks good on my end. Oh golly, jeez. <laughs> like what's shaking? Bacon? Yeah. Hey, Mango. Did I say hello to you? I I read your thing, but I don't know if I said hello. Hello. I hope you're well. <laughs> I hope you are well. Um. Yeah. Uh, well, Ziggy has some questions here that that uh, she put into the question thing. So Ziggy does not have real questions. <laughs> They're real questions. These are real questions directly from Ziggy, directly from Korea. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's ask the first one. Uh, why do you call Ziggy Zogs? So here's the thing. It started long, long ago. Once upon a time, when our free, sweet friend Zogs first decided to 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 ban command me in a channel and ever since then it turned into zogs instead of zigs and then ever since then she now bans me at any moment she can (laughs) even in other people's chat even in other people's chat where she holds no sword so reyna do not give her a sword (laughs) i don't think she needs any more swords i think she is pretty weighed down with all the swords that she's sheathed um let's see uh can we i okay gotcha can we uh exclamation point ban the guest okay there to see i thank told you, you. <laughs> thank you ziggy thank you for those sweet sweet dogs those uh those really uh hard-hitting questions you really they are some groundbreaking journalism right there thank you ziggy <laughs> i appreciate it so it so is. did you gig before the pandemic or is twitch sort of your your performance outlet yeah, so um, I hopped on, February will actually be a year, um, I hopped on right before uh, the pandemic, and um, old and decrepit willing to help Cliff. Y'all, that's my mom hanging out in chat. Hey, mom! Hey, mom! Must be the I, money! <laughs> I just showed her how to create a account on Twitch so that she can <laughs> come hang out, so. I love, uh, oh, I don't know. I love it when when uh, when parents get involved, <laughs> right? It's so, great. it's so fun. And my mom is the sweetest. So Candy, be nice to her chat. Oh, Mama Stalin. She yeah. must she must be sweet because her name's Candy. That's exactly right. Hey. Sweet Southern Belle. Sweet Southern. Um, Belle. Well, there you go. yeah. So I gigged. Um, so again, I, I started on Twitch. Honestly. Um, so I play this game called Dead by Daylight. I don't know if you ever played um, nope. that video game. And uh, I've played it pretty much every day for about three or four years. Oh, and, wow. Um, I decided like a little, hmm, this would have been like 
I guess a year and a half ago, I was like, I should, man, if I'm going to play this every night, like, why not stream it? And yeah. so I kind of mulled around, decided whether to do that. And then in February, I was like, whatever, I'm just going to do it. So I bought bought the the, the gear to do so. And uh, first stream, I did not stream Dead by Daylight. I was like, well, I'll test it out with some music. And then it, I literally didn't, I don't think I'd streamed Dead by Daylight for six months until the, the first time I did it. But um, so it, Twitch started as... I'm going to do it for video games, but I, yeah, I gig beforehand and, um, still do now a little bit here and there. Um, we, I, we had our first, first one, um, at a bar here in town, uh, in the week before Thanksgiving. And then, uh, when restrictions kind of opened back up since COVID started and then it collapsed right back afterwards. So I got one gig in during, I got one in. during COVID and you, you, oh my gosh, it was so good to be back. But um, how was the crowd? How was the how was the response? How was your how was the whole thing? And and was it a really was it an originals type gig or was it a um, was it like a cover gig where you're playing covers and originals? It, it was all the hits because uh, this was this was a classic bar crowd, and nice. so um, it's funny. I uh, right you know before the, before the pandemic, I was very much over the bar scene and just really wanted to play more mellow music and play my original tunes, all that kind of stuff. And I had started a open mic at a coffee shop here in town. And uh, we got about, I think I started that in the fall and then again, the COVID hit in, in the spring, but uh, was just so over, <laughs> over the bar scene. And then I told some buddies, I was like, when we were done that it just, it felt so good, even though again, it was, it was all the hits yeah. and uh, you know, uh, it was it was a ton of fun and um, the crowd was extremely receptive and glad to actually see see some live music and yeah. so um, yeah that that gig was great um, gigging has always been definitely like a side hustle um, versus uh, like an every weekend or you know relying on it as a paycheck kind of thing and um, and so uh, yeah I'll uh, a lot of I, Open mics are a lot of my favorites because there's there's no stress and um, you can play a few songs or you can play, you know, pretty much a whole set um, depending on where you're at. And so there's there's no there's no stress to it. And so I, I love playing playing open mics. But usually, before the the pandemic would have, um, probably I'd play at a bar once every couple weeks. Mm. Um, usually every other weekend, kind of thing would would hit the rounds. And so, yeah. Yeah, um, so you were gigging. You were you were out there doing it, and did yeah. were you were you uh were you booking for twenty twenty? Like, were you pretty booked out? I mean, I know you you're not like the full time musician guy, but did you have gigs? You know, stretching into the year. Yeah, uh, I had. Um, yeah, again, we had that that coffee shop open mic that I started. So that was in every every week going forward. Um, there was another open mic that I helped run at a bar and the guy was trying to get out of it. And so I, I was probably going to end up taking it over mm. even though I'd said, said no the first time. But so those, those, those were, were going to be on the horizon. I, I am very like, I'm the definition of type B like free flow and like hate plans. And so even, <laughs> even something as simple as like, Hey, in a month I got this opening, you trying to play like most of the time I'll say yes, but yeah in my own head i'm just like it just makes me my, my skin tingle when <laughs> in all the wrong ways when I, I know i have to put something on the books and yeah. um 
And so, yeah, I pretty much my favorite venue. So I work for an international nonprofit ministry. It's, it's called Young Life. And um, we have camps in the U.S. specifically kind of all over. And, and these are straight it's literally called resorts. Like there, there's, this isn't your boy scout camp. Like there's rock walls and go-karts and like, it is, it is not your, your, uh, your tents and in the mud kind of camping. But, mm. um, <laughs> those, those are my, my favorite, uh, gigs to play is, is getting a crew and we, uh, we'll go and we'll play. Um, usually if it's like a weekend, we'll, uh, we'll play, four times on the weekend and um we play a lot of a lot of covers and it's it's anywhere from there's middle school groups there's high school there's college and uh so we'll we'll play anything from taylor swift to to drake and uh and then at the end of kind of the the nightly or whatever the the event is uh usually there's a special we call it special musicians uh, one of the one of the people that's kind of running the band running the music will uh, get a chance to share some of their originals and um, usually there's a concert at one point of just that person's originals. And so uh, there was definitely some of those on the books and I had a whole kind of whole month of it down in, down in Florida um, during the summer that I was going to get to do that. And so all that got yeeted out the window (laughs) when COVID hit. So we had, we had some stuff that I was excited for that, that is going to wait a year. So. Mm, yeah. So, oh, a year from even now. Uh, yeah. So, like, wow. Uh, you know, those those same gigs. I don't. I don't know. I think they'll they'll be waiting, but <laughs> I don't know when when they'll actually come back. So, again, for instance, the coffee shop gig. It's until kind of restrictions in in North Carolina go back to uh, uh, where you know they're operating, but they don't have like anybody inside it's pretty much to go and and stuff like that and so i think all those gigs will be we waiting for and i'm excited to get back to but i honestly don't know if it's going to be within a year until all that stuff kind of comes back yeah yeah i mean who 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 the hell knows who the hell knows Mm -hmm. it's 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 weird with variants and stuff going around Uh, I knew it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's what you meant. That's what you meant. North, not South. Thank you, Ziggy. Thank you. I, <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. I'm North sorry. Carolina. The South Carolina Slayer. I, it's just alliteration is everything for me. It's, it's all good. The, the South worked better for Slayer. So it's just. North, North, North Carolina's better. Don't you worry. Oh, okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what, where, where do you live, if you don't mind? Yeah. So I'm. Uh, North Carolina's capital is Raleigh, kind of the middle of the state, mm-hmm. and so I'm about an hour below Raleigh. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, in that that kind of general area, we're split between my hometown's about two and a half hours east. It's um, kind of near the beach, and oh, then nice. uh, I'm kind of more more centrally located now. What were, were you? Uh, were you a surfer growing up? Uh, here and there, um, I actually got to learn how to surf in Hawaii uh, mm-hmm. when my family took a, a trip out there when I was, I think, a freshman in high school. Uh, which was a lot of fun, and then I came back and bought a surfboard. And hey. uh, but but North Carolina, unless you're unless you're in the the Outer Banks, like uh, any of the other islands, just have crap for waves. Mm. And so uh, I'll surf under every now and again, but um, I'm much more of a of, of mountains than than yeah. beach. Yeah, honestly. me too. So we we grew up going skiing every year, and so oh right on. Um, I've been I've been skiing since I was three, and so we we used to shred the shred the slopes. Yeah, shredding um, the gnar, baby. What, yeah. The um, it, I know North Carolinas and like 
you know, you're getting down to the south, so the Appalachians and stuff. So, so you, so, uh, are you in a mountainous area? Is there lots of mountains around you, or? So, best way to describe North Carolina is it's, it's a mini California, not necessarily in its people, but in its geography. It's okay. you know, it's it's literally split into thirds, like mm-hmm. kind of diagonally, and you have the the mountains, and then kind of the city, and then the beach. And so, uh, um, uh, I am right smack dab. Kind of in the the city. Uh, my area is called the Pines because it's full of pine trees, and it's definitely um, there's some there's some national forest near us. Um, so there's a lot of kind of a lot of woodland where I'm at, but it is it is not in the mountains. Um, we take a lot of mountain trips though. But um, uh, you talk about App- Appalachian, uh, so App State, the college is is in Boone, North Carolina, and that's about three hours from us. And Asheville's about um, same about three-ish hours and so we'll uh we do a lot of a lot of mountain trips um because it's it's not too bad we're kind of split again right in the middle i mean if you head to the beach we're about three hours in the beach Mm. so it's literally (laughs) either right in the middle either way you're driving three hours Uh, exactly uh, oh man i forgot i was gonna what was i gonna ask you it was something about the um gosh darn it Oh, Asheville. Asheville. So have you spent a lot of time in Asheville or, or do you play in Asheville at all? Or Yeah, I've, I've played a, a few towns in Asheville. I'm, well, um, just actually, because I heard it's an awesome little town. It's awesome. Asheville, Asheville is awesome. Asheville, both Asheville and Boone oh. are really, really neat. Um, uh, yeah. College uh, towns, it, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. They both both have colleges. Both are, are in the mountains right there um, where you can go. Um you're not too far from 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 skiing and stuff like that um but Asheville is, is sweet that's where one of the young life camps that i, I play at it's about oh. 15 minutes above Asheville, and nice. so i um, play there a lot and i've actually busked in Asheville. that's one of my favorite things to do is is busking and really getting out, getting out in the streets and uh, <laughs> getting out in the playing. streets and meeting the people yeah I've, I've i've bought dinner in Asheville off busking before me and a friend that's were just best. we were literally just driving through and we had our, our guitars and we were like why not? And yeah. so we we went downtown and, and bust a little bit. But um, so Asheville is sweet. It's it's definitely hippie central. Yeah. And, um, uh, got that that kind of Cali vibe and stuff. And so yeah, yeah. I I've never been there, but that's play, definitely a place I want to like go and just check out. That the the busking. Don't you feel like Twitch is some is like a weird amalgamation of twi- of busking in some weird way? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Digital with, way. With, strangers watching you play and, and then throwing pennies and dimes at you via biddies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a weird, it's like a, it's like an intro to busking. It's like, if you are introverted or yeah. scared to do it, like start with Twitch, start with and, Twitch. and then, then you can go do the real thing. Uh, are, are, do you consider yourself an introvert or do you think you no. see more? Yeah. You see more like <laughs> a guy who's just out on the scene, uh, yeah. doing it big. So they, I kind of have, I view it as you can be extroverted. You can be an extroverted extrovert. You can be an extroverted introvert. Mm. You can be an introverted extrovert. And then you can be an introverted introvert. So basically like there's the kind of the four levels of, you can be still an introvert where you get your, your, your life and, and you refill and refuel when, um, when you're by yourself, but you like being around people and you enjoy meeting new people, uh, or you can be, you can be like me who's extroverted extrovert, who it's like, I get zero like refill and refuel from, from being alone. Like I gotta be around people and, and, and hanging out and, and doing things. So 
that yeah <laughs> hey you the world needs a super introvert there you go oh you're you are a super introvert yeah, <laughs> yeah. ziggy is a super introvert that's okay ziggy uh, no, I, I think I think I'm the introvert extrovert thing. I, I didn't I didn't yeah. realize that they split it up into cal- categories like that. Was... That's that's the cliff system. The cl- uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the cliff system. So I actually what I finished with in college was hospitality management, oh, which hey, is a real thing. I know. Um, <laughs> so I I majored in in hotels and and restaurants and stuff like that, and basically the the people's out of business and. Uh, uh, I had to take a few HR classes and we, we wrote, we had to write some papers on personality tests. Mm. And so, um, that is, that is not a real, a real, uh, don't bring that to the scientists, but the cliff system says that there are, are four main, you can bring it to cliff stream, but maybe stop <laughs> there. But anywhere else, don't tag my name. I'm well. I'm going with it, bro. I, I I like the I like the introvert extrovert thing because it's like I definitely have that quality where I can definitely turn on and be like this, like this. I mean, I'm yeah. like I'm anxious as hell. My legs are shaking. My palms are sweaty. But I can I I can knees do weak, it. arms are heavy. Yeah, exactly. Mom's spaghetti, baby. Uh, <laughs> but it's like it, it's it's. Um, I don't know, man. Like I can, I can sort of turn it on and off if I have to, or if I want to, you know? So it's like one of those things, but I I definitely prefer just being in my hole where like nobody's bothering me. It's like just me and my, my family and that's it, you know, like, and if I never leave this house again, which would suck, but I could probably make it work in a way that I don't drive myself or anyone around me nuts. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So it has, has, (laughs) quarantine i guess maybe initially i don't know if y'all have, are still cracked down where you're at but um if at least when we were in, in, in a real quarantine in the states um was that did that end up being a good thing for you or was that really hard um <laughs> you know this is the, i mean that's a great question and it's, and it's and it comes up we talk about it because of well, obviously, no one was affected more besides the people who worked in the, you know, the serving industry and, and musicians and artists. You know, we, we ate a huge pile of poo. Uh, but it, for me, it was it was like what I do anyways. I, I don't leave my house unless I'm getting paid to and or I need to go buy food or something. So it, it was really it just it just took out the pain to leave thing, you know, and 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 uh, and injected the horror of going shopping for groceries now. So like that, shopping for groceries used to be nice and easy, and I didn't mind it. It actually used to be fun for the fa- we we didn't mind we didn't mind going to the store and just wandering. Now it's just like oh god, get let me out of this freaking cesspool. It's just it's awful. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I, it, in in the for me and my family, it worked out great. I know there's a lot of people suffering. I know there's a lot of people who it, it's not working out great for, and that sucks. But for me and my family, it it created it, it forced us to find a new path, um, which I'm down with that. It, it, it I get comfortable, and you gotta chink it, chink it, chink it. What? You gotta, you gotta shake, shake it up sometimes. You gotta chink it up sometimes, man. Uh, it's a gabagoo, gabagoo, Um, the yeah. So uh, for me, it, it showed a way for me and my fam, for me and my wife. Actually, I mean, it brought us a twitch. Um, it gave me enough time. Chink it. Up. <laughs> Check it up, man. Chink it up, baby. 
Look, if you can attach my common, my commie theology of <laughs> introverted extrovertedness, then uh, I'm gonna at you with with we're gonna we're gonna spread chank around the world. We're spreading so chank and zogs. Um, don't chank up your zogs. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're Russian now. <laughs> don't chank up your zogs. Do not chank up zogs. The zogs do not like. Um, in Russia, bear fight zogs. Bear uh, fight zogs. Oh wait, no, zogs fight bear. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> ridiculous. Um, no, it brought us to Twitch. It it gave it basically was it was basically paid time off to re-examine your life and to if you, it, and it provided an opportunity to take new paths and to d- diversify. Um. That's what I did. I went right to work with, uh, well, because at first, at the beginning of all this, I needed a way to sort of escape from what was happening. So I buried myself into my podcast and I actually built out my website and did a bunch of really cool things. Um, My wife, she does Twitch and she's on a whole nother path where she's actually getting... You know, she's she's doing well. She actually got um, a grant too, by the way, everybody. Uh, Raina got a grant nice. as well, so we both got a grant, which is incredible. Um, so it, it honestly, it made it created an opportunity for us to figure out something new and to really lean into being self sufficient in a way where we, where if we don't want to play gigs to make money, we don't have to because. I heard it in your voice where you're like, yeah, I was kind of getting over playing gig bar gigs anyways. And I'm hearing it from all and most a lot of music streamers who were gigging beforehand is like, dude, screw a bar gig. It's like, dude, like there's nothing worse than at like three in the morning, you're lugging heavy equipment out to your car and then into your house and the whole thing. So yeah, I, I think it's uh I think for the most part it was it was fine for me. The only thing I, I feel like Raina, she's one of those people who need to like be out and doing stuff and so like it, it is sort of a bummer for, for her, but for me I'm like well, whatever. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm good with it. It honestly was good. How about you? What how did it how how did it how was yeah. it turning out for you? Did it was it a positive thing? Was it a horror show or is it still a horror I, show? I don't know. I definitely thought it was going to be a horror show. If you <laughs> would have told me when we literally there were when there was an actual stay at home and you know not supposed to leave your house and all that kind of stuff like right. again the extroverted extrovert I thought I was going to be hurting but um, <laughs> but it actually it, it became one of the best things for me. Um, I was able to reconnect with some old friends and some old guys that I used to mentor and we 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 started up some like some just weekly Zoom calls and checking in and hanging out and um we got creative in my job that we couldn't traditionally do what we kind of always did so we had to mix it up we had to chank it up it was <laughs> always a good time um At the and chanky. then like personally like it it i was able to uh i, I cut out a lot of um uh, since we won we we couldn't again go anywhere couldn't hang out with people so um it's like well i got to do something with my time and i didn't want to just i i i had kind of gotten really uh, poisoned by my YouTube and uh, kind of just all these habits of. Uh, thankfully, I don't. I don't have a lot of social media. Like I, I have an Instagram, but I literally just post to it and like that's it. Like I don't scroll. Like mm. I don't. I don't do all the stuff. Um, yeah. So, like y- YouTube and and kind of just TV were my my time suckers. And I was like, I got to do something productive. And 
I got uh, really into to reading, just reading, mm. um, which was a lot of fun. I already I hated reading growing up. Now I love it, but um, I kind of got to dive into some some different genres, and so that was that was a lot of fun. And then um, just just found different ways to spend my time. Where it was like if I were normally I, if I have this urge to to hop on Netflix or something. Instead, I'm going to do this. And, mm. um, yeah. and it became really, became really healthy and really sweet and, uh, try to carry a lot of that into, uh, when things got normal under COVID, um, uh, some things have fallen off, but I've been able to kind of hold strong on, on a few of those. And, uh, so again, if you had told me that quarantine being in my house would have been a, a great thing for me a year before I would have laughed sharply in your face (laughs) (laughs) sharply yeah sharply in the face would have been aimed at your soul (laughs) i i hated reading too growing up but but like when i went to college and stuff like it it definitely it popped up which is weird because my mom and my sister they both were just avid readers reading all the time and You'd think that would rub off on me but it didn't uh you would (laughs) think that my sister and my mom would rub off on me but sadly they didn't yeah, I was being gross. Okay, uh, but the but what's the last book that you read then? If you, if you if you're into reading now in your so-called reading, what 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 re, what books have you read? What book? Because you said you wanted to get into different genres. So yeah, I'm just, well, I'm just I again I love me some Jesus. So reading hey. reading a lot of Jesus books, and then um, I love leadership. Again, mm. the position I'm at with my job is is leading it's leading a team of, of people and um and so uh i love those kind of books but uh i actually did uh, speaking of mental health i go to therapy once a week and if anyone out there has any stigmas with it like let's talk because it's incredible um yeah, therapy's great but, yeah but uh i uh was having this trying to come up with this idea i was like for my birthday this year like i want to i'd rather like give back but like I'm trying to find like a creative way to do it um, versus people just give me a bunch of stuff. And we, I had again been reading a lot and, um, and something I, 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 my friends, they say they enjoy it, but they probably get annoyed. Like if I see a quote or I see a piece of scripture or I see something from a book, like I'm going to send it their way. Like I, I'm the king of, of texting out uh, stuff that I'm, I'm currently chewing on and loving. And so uh, we came up with this idea to, uh, from for a select group of people for my birthday, I, I reached out to them and was like, "Hey, like I'm gonna give you a book that has either really shaped me or something that has um, just been a really really good thing for me. I'm gonna give this based on who I know you are. Um, you are. I would love for you to give me a book back that has kind of done the same of." Uh, kind of shaped you or, or helped change your life, sort of sort of things like that. You don't have to know that either way you're getting a book. Like I'm going to send you a book. It's not so that I can get something. Um, but it was a really neat thing because this select group of people, most of them jumped on board and I got to read sort of some stuff all from all over. Uh, I read a book called Can't Hurt Me from one of my old roommates, which is about the the guy who was, I think he was like one of the only guys to do all of the special ops. He was like uh, an, uh, a Navy SEAL, mm. a Green Ranger and whatever, I guess if the Air Force has one. But I read a book, like I read that that side book, which I wouldn't have picked up probably normally. Um, my mom gave me uh, this kind of classic mom's book um, mm. that I would have never picked up, but it ended up being a great book and stuff like that. And so um, got to read a lot of those kind of cool books. And then um, I I uh, 
I'm very much like I love um, how do you word this? Uh, I was going to say I love rec- racial reconciliation, but that's kind of a weird. <laughs> I <It's>, love it. <laughs> like I love, I love it that when... we have this problem and I can <laughs> dive in the middle of it. Like that sounds really weird, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of all for that. And um, just trying to learn more how, how your heart can break for, for those that don't look like you. And um, mm. so I went on this, you talk about a, a wild adventure. I went on for my job. It was, it was called a silent retreat Okay. where for uh, three days, it wasn't three full days. It was like we got there halfway during the day and, and left at like lunch on the last day. But for three days, we went to this retreat center. There was about 25 of us. And um, once we, we were told only bring the, only bring, don't bring any books, don't bring any video games or board games, like only bring your Bible and, and, and you. And, uh, basically you had to, uh, we were there again with each other, people we knew, but once like we got there and like the time started, it was no talking, no communicating. Uh, it was just you. Mm. And, uh, we ate three meals a day, like with each other, but never said a word. Like it was, you talk about a weird thing is eating the dining room where no one's saying a word. Yeah. Um, all at the same time. But, uh, the, uh, it was actually a Catholic retreat center is the one I guess we used. And so the, the, the guy working the desk had been there for about seven years, but before that, I guess he was a, a Catholic priest for 30 years. And he had literally two full, like giant libraries that he had collected over, the years and one of them was from from only african-american authors and i was like you kidding me like i'm in i'm in this this incredible retreat and i'm not supposed to like read it read other stuff it's kind of the point is to kind of strip you of things and just 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 be you and so i wrote down the names of a bunch of of those books i wanted to read and for christmas my my mom got me a lot of those those books and um so the last one i read was uh, it was called theirs is the kingdom. And it was about, uh, I guess this pastor who decided he felt the call for him and his wife to move to the inner city and to, to bring the gospel that way. And when he got there, he realized how much it was already teeming with the gospel and how much like pride he had and how, how, how much good he was going to do. And really when he got there again, they kind of wrecked him in a good way. And, um, <laughs> So that was real good. And then I'm, I've been waiting. I've been trying to read this book for a long time. It's uh, Dr. Cornell West is mm. absolutely incredible teacher at Harvard and just philosopher and, and activist and all this kind of stuff. Um, but he's got a book uh, that just calls that's just called Race Matters. And I've been wanting to read it for about a year or two. And uh, my sister got it for me for Christmas, but she didn't come home for Christmas because of COVID. So I'm, I'm waiting on I'm waiting on her to to deliver that book. But I've got about four or five books written by African-American authors that I'm excited to, to dig through. And, and so, yeah. Yeah, man. I'm dope, man. That's dope. Um, mm. Yeah. Cornell West is amazing. I love that mm. dude. I love hearing him talk and I love, I love how he calls everybody brother, Joe, brother, brother right? or sister, this and sister that. Yes. And, and we need to tell Brother Donald that he needs to yes. take his fascism somewhere else. I love him. Brother Brother Donald's a gangster. Yeah, know he's gangster. a gangster. <laughs> yes, yes. And he like, and I he uses it. gangster and he uses yeah. I love that he uses like those colloquialisms to to relate these high minded 
ideas and thoughts, you know, it's, it's what makes a great teacher great, you know, is being mm-hmm. able to uh, disseminate this complicated information and make it and, and tell it to the masses in a way that they can absorb it. And uh, he's great at that. Him and um, Neil deGrasse Tyson is awesome at yeah. that too, but I don't know what happened to Neil. <laughs> Poor Neil. <laughs> Poor Neil. He got, he got wrecked. He got wrecked. But, you know. Yeah. Anyways, but that's dope, man. What, what's your favorite quote? You said you like to collect quotes or mm. you like quotes. What's your favorite? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, shoof. The, the, the first one that came to mind is, I actually don't know who it's by, but it's, you made me think of it with talking about the way that uh, Dr. Cornell just does this thing. It's, it's people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That's mm. one of my favorite quotes because it's that's that's the way our our job works, where we're kind of running after high school and middle school students, and um, it's not from a vantage point of hey, come to this thing. It's from the vantage point of we'll go and hang out at their soccer games or um, go shoot hoops at the park or stuff like that. Where it's until you invest in someone's life. You can, you know, spit all the bars you want, but it's it's it, it's not going to mean a thing. And so, yeah. I love I love that quote of um, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Yeah, uh, is a big one that big one I run with. So so did you do you guys do a lot of that community outreach type thing? Is that what I mean? Because it sounds like you're like going out and finding like people to almost mentor and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. We 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 use the term uh, earning the right to be heard, kind of the same thing of of uh, of um, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And we also uh, again use the terms that we we build relationships with these kiddos on, on their turf. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, a lot of it's you'll you'll see a young life leader in the football stands of the you know middle school football game, and right in the middle of the student section with the rowdy middle schoolers or you'll see you know hopefully a leader at the ice cream shop downtown hanging out or you know those kind of things where you're you're building relationships outside of um it's it's again it's not hey we had this event and you came to it and i got to know you there Mm -hmm. now let's begin life it's like i want to i want to meet you outside of it if you want to come to my thing great like we have stuff going on but it's yeah it's a lot of outreach I, I spent a lot of time over at the boys and girls club um and and hanging out with with those homies over there and um do you do you um do, do you work with like like homeless youth too like do you ever work with them or not really honestly where i'm at is is kind of a tough area because um like i i grew up like kind of in the hood going to school over there and and kind of seeing all walks of life and um seeing stuff like a lot of homeless and uh, a lot of the, the kind of visible pain that you come across. And then my job, when I went on staff with, with, with my job, uh, I got placed where I'm at now. And it's like the golf old white people retirement capital of the East coast. <laughs> like there's literally a golf course on every single corner. And I love, Waste I love the space. kids. <laughs> Yeah, I love the the kids I've gotten to know, and and they need mentorship too. But um, it's very different from the town I grew up in, and uh, very, very more, very much more hidden pain. Like um, you're not going to see a lot of homeless walking around. You're not going to see. Um, there's not like a lot of violence or don't walk here at night kind of kind of mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so um, there's definitely underprivileged and and uh, less fortunate 
kids and, and all that kind of stuff. But, um, and, and a lot of it you do find at the boys and girls club. And, mm. um, I, that's kind of, that's where my heart's at. And that's where those are the kind of kids that I love getting to hang out with. And so I try to find them where I'm at, but, uh, I don't, not nearly as much since moving here. I've been here about four years now. And, um, and I was, I went to college in my hometown, so I was, I was there for a long time, but, uh, so I got to see it a lot back home, but not quite as much here. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I can see that. I mean, it's probably what you probably live in a smaller town now or something. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Not, yep, not a college town. People not, probably more know their neighbors more than people in yeah. like New York city or Raleigh or something where exactly. Where yeah. And that weird thing in cities where you don't know your neighbors and you don't want to know your neighbors. And then mm. you find out in these like smaller communities where everybody wants to know each other and everybody, you know, like there seems yeah. to be some kind of, uh, uh there, there's definitely like a, a change in vibe where it's like when you're in a smaller community, cause touring and stuff, we would hit like these small California towns, um, on the road. And, uh, you know, like the people were nice, and, and I mean, it was a crap hole of a town, but it was like it, it was like the people there, like all knew each other, and they were just very nice, and they were just happy you were there. And it's just, I, I like the vibe. It, it feel like once you get past a certain amount of people in a in a enclosed, like in a small area, it kind of turns into uh, chaos and. And people sort of just sticking to themselves and stuff. Maybe it's different in Raleigh. I don't yeah. know. Maybe you, may, maybe you Southern folk do it a little differently in the in the big city. But I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, where I'm at, and where you know, like where, especially when you're in big big cities, it, there is this weird thing that happens where, like, sometimes you know, you could live in an apartment building, and you don't know who lives around you at all, and and you see these people every day in the hall. So yeah, yeah, I can see that, uh, and and. It's actually really weird where I'm at. So <laughs> the, the literal first picture I got of when I was moving here was my boss was like, like, this is the oasis in the armpit of North Carolina. Uh, and meaning like, like exactly like what you said, where typically something, a town like this, it would be that classic Southern movie where everyone knows each other and, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's waving and all that kind of stuff. But here, uh, even though it's small town vibes and, uh, like my areas is, is the whole area is called like the sand Hills because mm. ironically there's a ton of sand under, like if you, if you dig, you'll hit sand versus topsoil mm-hmm. and then it's pretty hilly. So it's the sand Hills, but it's also be called that because I mean, you'll leave one town and you'll go through three before you've realized you've left that one. Cause like, <laughs> they're all like tiny little clumped towns, right? Oh, interesting. Um, but uh, we're about 45 minutes from from Fort Bragg, from the, mm. the uh, Army base. And so because we are um, the old, again, old white retirement capital of the East Coast, you have all the people that are like, no one's from here is mm. basically what, what I'm getting down to is that everyone's either moved in and retired here yeah. and will be, literally will be dead soon <laughs> or, or they're military because they don't want to live on base and the next like, hub is us and so uh the friends you meet or the people you'll meet will only be in your life for like a year because they're, they they then they get deployed or they they move towns to a different base or they literally die off or um or they're or they're not here because again they've they've come they only come in on the winters or something like that and so um it's a very very weird 
weird vibe here. Yeah, yeah, it's a transient city, so there's just no, mm. there's no like real roots or like weird history. You know, there's no old guy and on his porch being like, "I'll tell you about them." Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I uh, them commies. Them, co- I'll tell you about them commies. <laughs> Don't you let that Cliff Stones up here? <laughs> Damn commie. <laughs> exactly. The, so it's a, uh, it's that. It's a weird town. Small, yeah, that small town this but it it's it's acts like a big city yeah with right. without the hometown feel the small town feel. yeah small yeah. town without the small town feel what, what what's going on what a, that is a weird that is a weird spot mm-hmm. but being that close to fort bragg i could see i mean because fort bragg is like strip clubs and like bars it's like yep. <laughs> prostitutes so it's like <laughs> vietnam is what they call it it's fayetteville but they call Fay- it vietnam yeah vietnam oh my god no i had yep. a buddy who um He's still in the military. Uh, I I drove him down one year just just because like he was like, hey, will you just drive me down? I'll pay you. He needed a ride. I was like, yeah. And at that moment in my life, why not? I'll just drive to fucking Fayetteville. Yeah. And uh, you know, it, it, that that wow, that was quite an experience. But <laughs> so you have experienced Vietnam. Good. For I, you. Have, you are, I have. You are a better man. You are more cultured. I'm, I'm stronger for it. for it. Yeah. You yeah. survived. You need a T-shirt. I survived Vietnam. <laughs> I survived Vietnam. I'm just wondering how many like Nam vets will come up to me and spit on me. Uh, uh, no, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, San Diego was like that, but San Diego's huge, so it was just like, mm. it, but but San Diego's like one big. Uh, by the way, I used to live in San Diego. I don't know mm. why I was talking to you like I, you knew that, but I used to live in I used to live in San Diego for like thirteen years, so it was just yeah. like a really weird town. But Toledo is nothing like that. It's just this. It's mm. a smaller city. It's a city. It's a full ass city, yeah. but you know, it, it has like small town v- vibes to it, and I know my neighbors kind of. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Who cares where I live? It's, uh, you know, we were you were talking about how you were interested in in this in, in you know the the race relations and you know building back better. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean for that to come out. Uh, but uh, but but yes, I mean in a sense, if if we if we detach that phrase from that doddering old man uh we can mm-hmm. we can uh we can we can you know that is something we want we do want to build back better and we do want good relationships and 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 we were talking about how like there's it's hard to yeah i'll speak english gooder uh if we were talking about we were talking about um you know race relations and and how you want to be in there and and how there's only one you know like you're not allowed to have opinions and if you do something wrong you're automatically canceled and you know, you, you like to rap, you like mm-hmm. reggae, and these are, these are, um, you know, these come from black culture. And so what do you think about the idea of appropriation? Mm. That's hard. Not right? for me, it isn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, not, uh, not in the way you're probably thinking. Wild But Sober, what's up, baby? Everybody go give <laughs> Wild But Sober some love. Wild But Sober is an incredible producer and like just the future of production i'm just gonna keep saying that until it becomes a thing uh wild uh hold on i'm trying to i'm trying to shout you out but um oh it's already done right yeah wow okay never mind rain is too quick with it yeah i got mods for that i guess uh uh, anyway don't hype me up like that i will Wild but sober has that uh, K- Katie thing. He doesn't want to know. Nice. Doesn't, doesn't want that kind of attention. But he's amazing. 
yeah. so so uh, you know where where are you at with appropriation and and considering what you do and your arts and and I'm I'm curious. Yeah, I uh, again I, I say it's hard because it's um, uh, I have never and this is this is whiteness or white privilege or all those fun words yeah. speaking but like just growing up in the middle of all of that um it was it was just common for everybody like you know everyone was into rap or everyone was wearing these clothes or all that kind of stuff and so i just grew up like i definitely my eyes were opened a lot when when i moved because the world doesn't operate just like my hometown kind mm-hmm. of thing and uh and so um, I think, uh, you know, appropriation is a very real thing and it's, you know, it's all about your own heart. If, if you're speaking to it personally of, of where you're at and, um, being intentional about, um, I think when you step on the, the toes of others or, um, you know, use other people's shoulders to, to climb on and, and don't respect that, um, that or 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 you're using it for you know appropriation for profit um like if if yeah i just i don't know i think it's um if you uh if you don't don't do it with respect and you don't recognize like you said the roots and you don't uh you know again you're if you step on the the toes of, of those around you and um that's where that's where it gets messy. And, um, I think on an individual basis, uh, it's a lot more clear cut cause you can tell someone's heart, but the problem is like the, when you get big and corporate, like the music industry or, you know, this genre or that genre where you get big and, and broad, um, that's where it can get really messy of like, no white person should rap mm-hmm. or like versus like on the individual saying like, this person really respects it and they, they understand and they've, they, they know the culture or stuff like that versus they're just capitalizing on, on somebody else's, um, backs. So, yeah. 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 I I can see how you see it's difficult. I mean, that, that does sound like something difficult to wrestle with. I mean, especially someone who likes to rap and, you know, likes Mm. reggae music and I mean, not, but you, do you play reggae music? Do you like write reggae and stuff? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think appropriation is all bullshit. I mean, yeah, there are people out there who are definitely like out there taking advantage and maybe their intentions are wrong or whatever. But I, I tend to find that um, when you are uh, when you're a musician and, and you work and you're out there and like me, I was a hired gun. So I would be in different situations a lot, you know, with people I don't know. And there's always black people, there's always white people, and the one thing that they only give a shit about is if you can play. And yeah. so for from a musician standpoint, that doesn't really exist in the musician world. Maybe mm. it does for some, and I can't speak for everybody, but also you got to look at the history of music and look at what music did. And yeah, I know that there was this whole <laughs> stealing of the blues into rock and roll, but fucking rock and roll is amazing like (laughs) i don't care like if that's what they had to do to get us you know Jimi hendrix or 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 get us pantera or slayer or 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 ozzy Osbourne, whatever it was fine you know like i'm good with it but you also see this huge uh movement of people like even back in like the swing era in the early jazz era you see these mixed race bands touring around like not giving a fuck 
artist and music has pushed boundaries, has broken boundaries over the years. And to sit there and try to revert it back to what? To separate but equal? What is that? I don't know. That's It's a weird thing to say like... Cliff, you can only write songs uh, uh, w- using three chords about the mountains and 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 going to get frozen yogurt and you know like you know, and 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 a four hundred one k and a four hundred one k. That's all you could kids. do about and 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 and. and and Josh Knight, who's my next guest on Monday, he who is African American gentleman, uh, he, he, you know, you can only rap about being black. You can only rap about, you know, the hard struggles of life. Like, what is what? Like, are we really trying to pin that on races like that? Like, is that really what we want? Do we really only want black people doing black music, and we only want white people doing white music? We don't enjoy it when, when. <laughs> When Christina Aguilera can just fucking slay a room with her voice and she's, you know, and she's directly using runs created in in a black church, you know what I mean? So it's like, are we, it's a very, I know it's weird and I know it's strange and I know, I know people are supposed to like tiptoe around this bullshit, but it's just fucking bullshit. It's bullshit. It's divisive. It's, it's profitable. I'm reading this book. Speaking of books, I'm reading this book called Hate Inc. by uh, Matt Taibbi. Are you familiar with Matt Taibbi at all? I'm not, no. He's a writer. He's been a writer. He's a journalist for, he worked for Rolling Stone for years, and he's covered like presidential campaigns. He covered like the 2008 crash. And now he wrote a book recently about um, the uh, Hate Inc. It's basically this, this tension we have is being partly manufactured partly there is some real race issues in this country they're definitely you cannot just be like no it's all made up by the media no there is something going on here but but mostly it's being hyped up in a way for profit and and like donald trump was the greatest thing to happen for the media you know i mean like the media was just i mean they hated him but they sold papers and they sold clicks and they got all the downloads so it's really interesting to see what they're going to do after now that their prize pig is gone. But um, it's a, it, it's really, it, it's, I think a lot of what's going on with this appropriation and, and you can't say this and that is, is a lot is hyped up by, by just the, the media and social media and these narratives that are created to, to put people in office. And then like, I heard the president's press secretary answer a serious question by, um, um, oh, she'll be happy to answer it. She is our first woman, blah, blah, blah. And that was her answer to a very serious question. It was like, yeah, she'll answer it. And she never answered it. It's, it, it. She's our first woman, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, cool. I'm glad that there's a woman out there not telling us anything. Like, okay, awesome. Yeah. You know, like, it's bullshit. It's manufactured bullshit. And it's for profit. That's the saddest thing about it. And really it's all Fox News' fault. But <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the problem is, like I said, the 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 broad labels. That's yes. where Well, yes. Like when you But, but where do these say, labels come from, you know? And yeah. how do they get amplified and how do they get perpetuated? Yeah. How do they no, get distributed right. around to everyone? And you know, I know this is I know this isn't the, probably the most comfortable conversation to be having, but it's. It, I think it's important to talk about this because yeah. it's like, as musicians, as artists, our job is to comment on what's going on around us. Our job is to report the truth however we see fit. And 
this is what I'm doing. <laughs> and it's not my job to do this. It's it's part of the it's part of the bag, man. I mean, not everybody has to have a, 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 a not every artist has to have some cause they're crusading for, but I'm saying it's a part of it. It's a part of it. It's how if you look at music and part of the 60s revolution, music and drugs and this idea of freedom, it, you know, like it, it it all went together. We work hand in hand for progress. And so to sort of put a halt on culture, you put a halt on everyone, and you can't say this, can't say that. You're putting a halt on music and art and all the things that inspire your life, that make your life better. They come from this place where we have the freedom to express how we want to express ourselves. So it is very important for all of us to be on board and understand that shit is happening that uh, that could potentially really um, ruin a lot of... Uh, a lot of creativity and a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of good times in the future. But, you know, I'm not trying to say that it's going to turn into Mao's China or anything. But, you know, maybe. <laughs> but I guess you would be okay with that, right, Kami Cliff? That's, you know, I'm I'm rooting for it. If you come on my channel, it's only the, uh, what's the Russian flag with the... The sickle. <laughs> it's only this. It's only, this is an Are illusion. My, my stream space here doesn't normally look like this. It's usually all Kami propaganda. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's all. It's, it's like stay humble, work hard. Come yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying. What you can't see. Come uh, There is actually real words that are cut into it. You just can't see it because this is painted and oh, okay. this is cut. But it says, "Stay humble, work hard, be kami." Uh, <laughs> it, it definitely, it definitely doesn't say be kind. It says be kind. Be kind. So That's Gail, funny. Gail in the chat, she knows all about it. She's a she fellow commie. She so. is. She is. She just. You could <laughs> Which I heard. Word on the street is is Gail might be making appearance on the on the We Speak English. Good, good vibes. Sure, she can come back on anytime she wants. There you go. <laughs> she, Gail has an open invitation to this show. She can come on anytime she wants. Um, <laughs> Gail is awesome. Yeah, I had. Uh, I had to redo her podcast came out like the audio version of the podcast came out on Wednesday. So like uh, I had to redo the uh, oh God, I don't know. Why am I saying this? I had to redo the intro several times because it sounded like I was like in love with her and not just like I love <laughs> Kale because she's a very nice person. It was just like this sounds like I want to like stalk Gail. I'm going to not. OK, let's just. Gail's awesome. <laughs> if, it, if it helps, I do stalk Gail and I do love <laughs> Gail. So, but she's okay with it. She's she's lessened the restraining order as the years has gone by. Oh, so. well, what a kind, kind-hearted human right? being. Another All reason why guy. I'm in love with Gail. <laughs> <laughs> I see that we got some questions piling up. Uh, can we ban Cliff? Uh, once again oh yeah uh, did i already ask that i think i already asked no nope, that. that was a different one <laughs> that was from ziggy and the answer is no ziggy it's not it's not that <laughs> we're not gonna ban cliff um she accepts all people to love gail yeah i agree yeah that's good gail more love for gail everyone <laughs> gail, for partner. gail for partner everybody oh dear god what is happening um <laughs> Yeah, stream is, is is snowballing out of control. Slowly. That's okay. That's where we end up most of the time. Hides <laughs> in the corner of the stream. Yeah, um, Ziggy's back in the corner. Damn it, he won't be there for long. Uh, okay, back to banning. Do you do you uh, do you freestyle, Cliff? So I can. 
Uh, I cannot do it well right now. I am. I love writing raps, and I love incorporating more of a rap style to my original tunes. But I am terrible at actually freestyling. Um, we like. I'm. I'm really correction. I'm good at call and response. Like if if we were to. Uh, like if you were to drop a couple bars and then I follow it immediately with two bars and you do two bars and two mm. bars, like playing off of somebody, that's fine. But uh, the past couple of streams, we've actually, uh, I don't get like nervous or, or anxious very much, but I was like, we're, we're going to try it. We're going to, we made some beats on the loop um, with the guitar and stuff and we, we dropped some bars and it was mostly bad, but it was mostly fun. So <laughs> Yes and no to the, the answer to that question. Yeah, there you go. Not bad at all. Uh, uh, the the I know why Lovely Lace is asking because I think I'm pretty sure because Lovely Lace wants you to come into Cipher Deluxe. And Cipher. Like, hey, and by the way, I dropped the thing in there, everybody. If you guys are here for Cipher Deluxe, it's going to take place right after this interview here, uh, which we're going to be wrapping up here shortly. Uh, but uh, yeah, please do jump in the Discord and sign up. And if you have a link for a royalty-free beat you want to rap over. And again, you don't have to rap anything. You can recite a poem. You can play a song or sing a song. Whatever you want to do, as long as you're being respectful, please, uh, please do come and sign up. Uh, yeah, so the... Wait, what, what were we just talking about? Didn't we... Weren't we just about to... Oh, no, I have another question. Never mind. I, I was... I Like, I thought I had started a whole thought. Had started the question. Yeah, but and then just broke off. Because I do that. I just break off into random... I'm just going to do that now. Okay. Yeah. Waffles or pretzels? By the way, I'm the casual troll in here, and that is wild but sober. (laughs) Waffles or pretzels? (laughs) That's his troll question. It's like... It's a nice question. It's a... Yeah. I actually... (laughs) I love them both. Never together. But uh, I would say... Uh, but if you had to pick one, I would say a, a soft waffle over a soft pretzel. But I would say a hard pretzel over a hard waffle. I oh, that's like that introvert, extrovert, extrovert, extrovert thing. Cliff, you got Cliff knowledge, son. Comedy Cliff. Comedy Cliff. Bars, baby, bars. <laughs> you wanted a freestyle? There's my poetic freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, genius damn that's intense i agree uh where'd you find this <laughs> uh how's the hustle challenge coming along ziggy ass? yeah so we are um i am not one for uh really goals in general again type b that means you're restrained <laughs> to an idea and so mm-hmm. uh that goes along with new year's resolutions so instead we came up there was there was a couple accomplishment aims is what i've called them they are not goals but they are things we want to hit and so um i actually uh on a there's a guy uh named the real fresh c and he's a rapper and he um he just started getting into twitch and met him through somebody else's twitch channel and he plays um old school like sega games and stuff but uh he um he has a podcast on his own. Um, he hasn't done much with it lately, but uh, a couple years ago he did a lot with it. But it was called the the Hustlers uh, Journal. Oh, sweet! And um, it, it was actually his second. I think it was his second guest. It might have been his first one. But talked about how he he decided he wanted to put out new music every single day of the year. Ah. And at first I was like, "That's crazy." And then I was like, <laughs> I, 
I could do that. Yeah, why and not? So uh, we, I decided that that's something I wanted to do, and so we're calling it the Hustle Challenge. We're on on Instagram. We're putting out whether it's a cover or an original or whatever it may be. Um, we're putting up a new a new music post every single day of the year, and so far we're actually three weeks in. We're we're twenty eight for. 28 days or wow. I, mean, I haven't put one up yet today but um so we're not 29 for 29 but we're 28 for 28 and um so yeah we're trying to grow twitch to a, a thousand followers trying to go instagram to a thousand followers and then we're trying to trying to put up new music literally every single day of the year so we're we're hustling from the the, the words of of the rick ricky ross himself um every every day we're hustling every so. day we're hustling ricky ross the boss who would have guessed yep. that he was a correctional officer? <laughs> Correction. Dude, officer. I just oh, actually, <laughs> look, I just finished his memoir. Oh damn! I want to read that shit. Dude, what does he say about it? Freaking, I'll, I'll give it to you. It's uh, if you are a fan of hip hop and especially Rick Ross, I love you Rick will Ross. love that book. So I'm, I'm sure I will. I've been wanting to read. I forgot that that book came out. What What does mm-hmm. he say about the correction officer years? So he, he got a lot of shit yeah. for that. He, he talks about it was just really a paycheck, and it was mm. also he knew how to hustle in that job too. So he would be a part of the people that would would hustle stuff in, basically. <laughs> and uh, it was he had just dropped out of college, and his um, kind of drug ring had had fallen apart a little bit, and so he was like, "I gotta I gotta pay the bills somehow." And mm. so um, I think he was actually telling his mom he was still in college, and so instead of like going back home or whatever, he. He started working as this correctional officer, and um, him and him and I didn't realize how deep him and Fifty Cent's beef went. But um, a lot of that stemmed around the whole correctional officer stuff. Of again, how can you be this this drug kingpin, this this rapper, and and have served as a a CEO? So <laughs> I would re- I'd recommend it as a as a great read. Uh, the yeah, I'm I'm down. I'm down with that. Uh, the when when you were talking about the correction officers thing, there's this comedian who I God, I can't remember his freaking name. Sucks so bad. And by the way, I'm sick of saying freaking. I think I'm gonna change the channel to a mature channel. I'm just I'm <laughs> tired of saying like freaking and all shoot. Like I sound yeah. like I've been neutered. So I think I'm gonna and and besides I cuss constantly anyways. But it's just I'm I try. Anyways, I don't remember what his name is, but he um he has an amazing story of like so he was like oh, God, I wish I could remember. Are are you into comedy at all? Do you do you like? Uh, I used to be not not so much lately, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, you might know who this is then. Oh, God, I can't remember. He was super huge. He was like an arena uh, comedian, and he got big like back in like the early two thousands. And it's not Dane Cook. Dane it? Cook. Thank you, sir. Thank you. God, God bless nope. Tommy Cliff. Um, so he, he, uh, he kind of got to start through my, like he blew up through MySpace cause he was one of those first adopters of, of gotcha. what's up you boy. Welcome. And Ashby. Welcome. Welcome. Cool Jersey, bro. Hey. Uh, he, he worked, uh, he, he was the first adopter of MySpace. And so he sort of built this audience around God bless comic. <laughs> Amen. That's, that's I mean. the I if anything has come out of this stream, it's at least that came out. <laughs> Calm clip. Uh, by the way, when I called you Kami, I agree with you. We should be helping our neighbors and stuff. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm with that. I'm not against sure, that. Sure, you all. freaking Kami. <laughs> well, here we go. We speak Kami good. The But so he blew up and 
he hired his brother uh, as a, his, ba- uh, his, his bookkeeper. And so he's going along. He blows up. I mean, he was huge, as you, you know. Um, and he um, one day he woke up from a dream, and he's been having these weird interactions with her brother. And one night he woke up from this nightmare, and he's like, I think my brother is stealing my money. And it turns out his brother was stealing his money. And it, he stole everything. He stole every. He cleaned them out. And um, his brother went to prison. And the the thing was is that D- Dane Cook got his brother. His brother was working at a uh, a correctional facility. So he was a corrections officer. And he ended up going back to prison at the same prison that he worked at. And I just when you're talking about Rick Ross, it all flashed. By the way, Dean Cook, Dane Cook is an amazing business person because he ended up getting his fortune back because he had some money in the stocks. And so what he did was he took that money and he just rented arenas. And so he just had these oh, a year of arena tours where he just privately cut out like, uh, what do you call, um, like, you know, the big companies that do like Livewire yeah. and like all these other companies that you go through to do booking. He cut everybody out and basically had this massive door deal with these, these uh, pr- you know, these, these places. So he ended up getting his whole fortune back. By having this insane idea and and to implement it, it was uh, just I big ups to Dane Cook. However you feel about him, uh, which I'm sure no one here even knows or cares about him, but I just love the I, I love that story of him coming back and killing it. Uh, anyway, I think Dane Cook is probably my favorite comedian. No kidding. But, but he he also like a couple years ago dated like a 16 year old. Yeah, so <laughs> that's weird, right? That's really <laughs> he's, weird. He's made some questionable uh, really decisions in his life. So then do you have a hard time separating the artist from the art? Do you have a hard time sort of looking past these egregious acts? You know, if Michael Jackson was diddling or if it, we all know Art Kelly was peeing. Yeah, uh, but, yep, you know, yep. Bill Cotts or, or Louis C.K., all these people who sort of gotten, who got me too in the last few years. Yeah. Are you able, are you one to be like, you know what, I got to put them away. I'm done with that one. I'm it's just, that's too much. Yeah, no, I, I'm a sucker for redemption. So <laughs> I, I... I to a, even to a certain extent, um, I, I can definitely see see past it, and I think you know actions have consequences, and you need to you definitely have to be in a place to to learn and to grow before um, redemption can often come come to fruit. But uh, yeah, I I think uh, I think I can see past it pretty well. Mm. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm all, I, I still dance in the name of love. I still believe I can fly. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, right, right. <laughs> I played a. Uh, I played. Speaking of that one, that one bar gig I did in in November. One of my favorite songs to play is uh, Ignition Remix. Yes, and, it's so good on the acoustic too because it's right? so bouncy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I had somebody come. Not they didn't. They didn't have any nasty words, but definitely kind of gave me a funny look. And I was like, too soon? Still? Too soon? <laughs> really? too soon? I don't know. Really? Oh man, you know it, it's. It, 
I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm definitely one to be able to separate that shit. I mean, it's it, it's awful. Like, some of these people do things, and it's it's terrible. Like, Bill Cosby, for example, was just, just monstrous. And then the way he acted towards other comedians, and the way he acted so, like, just, just like he was above these other comedians, you know? There's these famous stories of him calling Richard Pryor and calling Eddie Murphy and, and chastising them about their language that they use. Mm. All the while, he's over here, you know... You, we all know what he was doing. We don't have to say yeah. anything about it. But it's it's like, ugh, ugh, that, 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 uh, there's something weird that happens when, when, uh, famous people are famous for a really long time and they just are, which I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not famous. I don't know anything about <laughs> fame really. But, but it does seem, you, you to can me, relate to that. Yeah. I can totally relate to that. Well, I can relate to that because uh, there was a moment in my life where music was, uh, where I would let, the music and the reaction of the crowd dictate how I acted afterwards and tour. You know, like it's just mm. when you're younger and you've been drinking and <laughs> Mike, you're really famous. No, I'm really not. <laughs> uh, chat believes in you. Well, I appreciate you, chat. Well, I believe in chat too. So, you know, All right. it goes both ways, kids. It goes both ways. It, hey, hey, Cliff, you're more than 16 bars. You're a business. <sighs> oh my gosh. Believe That's... that. Believe that. My life just turned around. <laughs> by, simple words. By the way, I'm a dollar forty-four in the hole right now. So if anybody yeah, is, is keeping track, <laughs> I, I've been watching. <laughs> I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. Uh, what, what? So, so what? Do you, what do you think? What do you think? Do you, do you think it's it's worth sticking to these AMC's? Because uh, you, you said you were trying to buy some, right? You're sort of yep. jumping on it, and mm-hmm. you weren't you weren't able to. What, what, what do you think? Should we be holding Cypher? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think, I yep. think, I think, Cy- I think, uh, I think, I think Cliff is going to join us. This is Robbie Ooh, Hood. Yeah. No, Ro- <laughs> Robin Hood. It, you want to hear something funny? I just found out right before I came on was that Google. So, so after Robin Hood, you know, made AMC and GameStop unavailable, they, mm. uh, all their users were very angry and left one uh, one star reviews for them. And Google, being the, the angels that they are, decided to come through and help them and erase all those one star ratings. And um, now they're up to five stars again. So there you wow. go, guys. Just so you guys see it. I mean, I don't know if you guys care, but that's that's what's happening. That's Yeesh, what's good. happening. That's, that's what big tech... <laughs> hate that phrase but that that's that's what's happening it's uh it's really it's all it's all mike's fault in the end really i agree i agree everyone i agree it is my fault and uh you know it's big mike man big okay (laughs) thank you so much cliff i super duper appreciate you being on uh on the show and and you know telling us your stuff and things yeah oh i forgot to appreciate that find cliff at twitch.tv slash cliff stallings music you can find all the links to his instagram and his twitch in the show notes so please do go down there and click around and support your boy 
You can also go and find Raina Mystique at RainaMystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. You can find Raina on twitch.tv slash Mystique. Uh, she is streaming every day of the month of March, so please come through. She's trying to do a partner push, and we are trying to rally the troops. So come and hang out with us. It'll be a good time. You can also find We Speak English Good on Twitch. That's right. We stream Mondays at three or 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also just had a music stream where we brought back some guys that I used to play with around town before the pandemic. And we did a live band stream where I was playing drums and shit. It was so fucking cool. I'll be releasing video content of that performance as the uh, over the next few weeks or whatever i have time to do that so you can check out all the cool shit that we do on there we also have cypher deluxe where we open up our discord and invite the community to come in and spit a hot 16 recite a poem or sing a song whatever you guys want to do live on air we want to show and display the talents of our amazing community that we're building over at we speak english good or wscg tv very proud of what the stream is becoming making a lot of friends on twitch i'm particularly loving a couple uh, th that you guys will get to know uh, in the next few weeks it's sarah jazz and the silence noise who are stream couples who right now the silence noise is in germany where si sarah jazz is and sarah jazz they're both very uh their, their streams are very comedy-laced, and they're very talented musicians. Sarah was a touring jazz musician. Uh, she plays saxophone very well. She sings her ass off, too. And she also likes her boobs to be out a lot. Not, like, all the way out, but, it, like, e-girl style. But <laughs> it's hard to explain. You guys will get to know her. But we've been making friends with them. They're so fucking cool. Uh, I love them to death. They're so funny. This morning, I, I, was able, I went on Sarah's show... And I, I, it was ridiculous, but I, she was, so this week she had, she was, she was doing something called Thought. It's where it's like e-girls who, you know, bounce their boobs around and act all like, <laughs> like for money. And, and that's fine. Get your house on. But that's today. So she's been doing this character for the last couple of days. And then today she decided uh, she's gonna dress up as a nun and and repent the sins of her channel and it was hilarious and I had a good time doing it and I might put that up on the podcast but mostly I'll probably just put it up in my discord and and uh, like my socials and stuff so go and follow us on our socials and you can find us on Facebook Twitter Instagram the whole gambit of bullshit you can find us under We Speak English Good. You can also uh, subscribe to us on Apple iTunes, uh, anywhere, uh, YouTube, and Twitch. You can subscribe to us anywhere you listen to your podcast. It definitely helps us. You can also leave a review for us on Apple iTunes. This is something you can do completely free that helps us out so much. You can also share and like this episode or, or talk about the show on your show, uh, the, the ideas and and. And the things that we talk about on our show, feel free to talk about on your show. Uh, and you can use my name if you want to. These are all just very simple things you can do to help that are completely free. Except for the subscribing to, uh, to, 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 to Twitch because that costs $5. But, again, it all goes to a good place. 
Uh, you can write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com if you want to send a package or, or, or a letter. Um, you can send it to P.O. Box 167-876 in Oregon, Ohio, 43616. Uh, yeah, and that's it. That That's everything. Again, we have Julian Belhimer, a French-Canadian singer-songwriter, on the podcast feed this Friday. And on the live stream, we have Nick Natoli, who is from uh, Bravo's Platinum something. And he is also a writer and producer for Snoop Dogg and French Montana. And he's done all kinds of stuff. He's, he's a working musician. So excited to talk to Nick. Whew. Awesome. Oh, my God. I almost forgot. On stream, we hit our community goal. And now I have a... Uh, I got a reverse mohawk shaking my head. And I'm not proud of it. And Raina's not happy. And... <laughs> It was ridiculous. I don't think I'll be doing these kind of community challenges anymore. But uh, that's what we do over at the Twitch stream. We do ridiculous, stupid shit like shave our heads and uh, have a good time doing it. So stop through uh, the, the stream, twitch.tv slash we speak English good. All right, guys, short and sweet. I got to get out of here. I got to record these ads. And I hope you enjoyed the, the, the crispier sounding mic this time than uh, what you're used to. So, all right, guys. Be good to your fellow human beings. HJs for everybody. Have a great rest of your week. I'll see you guys on Friday. Bye-bye.